What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Undercode Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ryan Welch. And I am the one, the only, Triple J, John Jefferson Jr. What up, people? You need like a theme song, then. If you're going to introduce yourself that way. (laughs) You can't steal. Oh, you didn't know? No, no, you can't. Okay. You better call us. No, 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 it's gonna. We're not, we're not making money off this thing, so we're not going to get hit with a, 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 a anything for no. using his theme song. And I didn't use the full thing, so it's okay. That's true. That's true. Welcome, everyone, to episode 11 of the Intercode Podcast. Really? Yeah. We're in double digits, baby. Oh, dang. I know. We've been rambling for 11 episodes, going strong, and hopefully we'll be going many, many more. So we hope you have been enjoying the content so far. Uh, For today's episode, we wanted to focus on... Corona. (laughs) That's going to be for the next few months. Or longer. I'm kidding. We're not talking about I, that. I know, I just right? I had to say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> Corona ruins everything. No, we're going to be focusing our show today on one of the brand new games that came out this weekend called Ghosts of Tsushima. Oh. PlayStation exclusive. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. We'll get to our so thoughts. We, we'll get to our thoughts on the game here uh, in, in just a couple of seconds. But we're also going to be talking about the Extreme Rules pay-per-view for WWE. We, in our time zone, we just ended it. So it ended a while ago, a couple hours ago, but we, you know, we're, we're running on dad time. Yeah. So. Hashtag dad life. It's great. <laughs> so, you know, dads run, run, you know, their pay-per-views and get to watch it at later times, not when it's shown live, as well as playing games, you know, like Ghost, where, you know, Ghost of Tsushima is roughly 25 to 30 hours if you're not on dad time, but when you're on dad time, you have to double that. Yeah. So we're going to be talking about ghosts more of like a review in progress, kind of some thoughts that we've had um, yes. as we are playing through the game. Uh, hopefully we'll have a, a more definitive review when we finish it, which will be sometime soon. Probably next year. Yeah. <laughs> At this rate and how many games release every week. Yeah, it'll probably be next year. But anyway, so we're going to be talking about that. Uh, just a quick reminder, this upcoming Thursday, July 23rd, I believe it is 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Could be 8 a.m. There's a pre-show. Anyway, this Thursday, Xbox will be showing off their first party games. Uh, they've already been tweeted out a couple times where it's going to be roughly an hour and it's going to be showcasing games only. So we're going to watch that and record a special prod. Ugh, I can talk. We're going <laughs> to record a special broadcast um, uh, of the podcast. Of, of the podcast. So what happens at dad time? You can't talk. Right? I can't talk. Nope, nope. I'm just so disappointed in the in the pay per view that I can't even talk. Wasn't that bad? <laughs> Spoilers. Spoilers for later in the episode. Anyway, we're going to watch the broadcast and then we're going to record a special episode of our podcast that evening. So if you would like to participate in the process, we would love for you to leave either a voicemail on our anchor.fm uh, page fan page, homepage, whatever you want to call it. Go to anchor.fm. You can search enter code pod and you can leave a voicemail uh, with any comments or questions or just regular thoughts that you had about the broadcast that we'll include in the show. Or if you want to leave anything on our social media pages, any comments or anything like that, uh, you just jump into our DMs or just post, you know, just 
make the post uh, on our Facebook page or our Twitter page. It's at EnterCodePod. And then we're on Instagram as well, at EnterCodePodcast. Yeah. So hopefully it'll be a good show and we'll have a lot to talk about. Or, you know, worst case scenario, it'll be a really bad show and we'll have a lot to talk about. I mean, we're just talking about Xbox. We're just so going to be talking about Xbox. It's a bad show. Wow. Already? Hey, hey. Okay. You said the same okay. stuff when we were doing the Sony No, one. I did not, oh, sir. Uh-huh. And then we recorded and you had a Microsoft water bottle. Yes, I did. The nerve. The, the water tasted wonderful. Uh. <laughs> hey, I was very nice to Sony. It uh-huh. was a very good PS5 show. Yes. But now we get to hear what Xbox has. They got so, nothing. Yeah, tune in Thursday. <laughs> we'll record on Thursday. We will go ahead and we'll post the episode on Friday. Without further ado... Let's talk about Ghost of Tsushima. Sweet. Yes. So, for those of you who do not know anything about this game, it is a PlayStation exclusive, so you can play it on PlayStation 4 or PlayStation 4 Pro, which I'll just say right now is probably the preferred way to play it, is on the Pro. It looks so good. It it looks very, very nice on the standard console, but, you know, you got to get those upgraded graphics and, and everything on the Pro. You know, you really want to see, like, the beads of sweat yes. as they're dripping down people's face. You want to focus on You just want to see, like, the realisticness of, like, the blade. I can't see. That's <laughs> on, I can't talk either. The blades of grass. Oh, my gosh, yes. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about the graphics and everything here in a second. But long story short, you are playing a samurai who is trying to stop the Mongol invasion. Uh, the Mongol who is in charge is... Like, grandson of Genghis Khan. Yeah. Um, cousin to Kublai Khan? I think that's I think he was the cousin. Yeah. So, and, and well, I'll just say this before we get into the game. I don't know how historically accurate it is. I don't remember reading about this particular Khan in, um, in history books. Or in history class. I mean, he's been made up for the game. It might have been. I mean, you know, the, you, you focus on Genghis Khan <laughs> in, what is that, elementary school when you start learning about world history. Right. Um, and, you you know, the, the Kublai Khan, you read about him. Um, but I don't remember really reading or studying any other descendants of Khan. So I don't think it, it I think it's a work of fiction I'm pretty sure. I think we can just say it. A work of fiction set in a real time frame. Yes. Where they're probably based on numerous attacks that the Mongolians had against the people of China and people of Japan. They were some bad dudes. Yeah, right? They just want to get that land. Um, And they did some terrible things. (laughs) (laughs) So it's your quest to reclaim your home, your island, save your friends, save your family... In the only way you know how, and that's with the use of a katana, and you just wrecking fools left and right. Yes. So it is a action-adventure game. It is... Open world exploration. Yes, open world exploration, and most likely not for kids. I <laughs> I did not see any settings where you could adjust, like, turning off the gore or anything like that. Probably not. The closest thing you can do is uh, there... They have a, a, a black and white mode where it's based on old samurai uh, movies. Um, and so you can switch it on this mode. Um, Kirazaka mode? Was that the director? 
who did like Seven Samurai and yeah. I think that's his name. Um, so you can turn it on this mode where it turns the game black and white with kind of a filmy grain to it and it is basically all subtitled. So, but even then, in black and white, you still see um, lots of violence and yuckiness. So, definitely not for kids, is <laughs> what we're trying to say. If you play this game, play in the evening <laughs> when the kids are in bed. Seven Samurai director was Akira Kurosawa. Kurosawa, okay. I, yeah. I got that wrong. But anyway, there's Thank a mode. Thank you, Google. I know, right? Thank you so much. Otherwise, we would have been wrong. <laughs> so we are at different points in the game. The game, again, like I mentioned earlier, the game is roughly 25 to 30 hours. If you focus mainly on the main quests, when you're dealing with an open world game, of course, you have a, a ton of side missions, side quests. You know, you have areas of the map to unlock. You can upgrade the, your samurai through finding different shrines and doing things like these bamboo strikes in certain areas to increase your resolve is what it call, what it's called. You don't really heal yourself. You just kind of use your resolve to toughen out the pain. It's like a Jedi mind trick. Pretty much. <laughs> Instant heal. That's <clears throat> right. You um, you know, you get butt booty naked and you get into some hot springs oh, in order to... to I did. I did. You got to see his, his cheeks in HD. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the pro does enhance that. Yes, yes, I it does. I turn my eyes away. <laughs> you, you find these hot springs to increase your health levels and, you know, lots of different armor to unlock, you know, weapons to upgrade. Anyway, there. if you wanted to play the full game where you're experiencing everything, you're probably looking at way more than 30 hours. Mm -hmm. You know, 40, maybe 45. Easily. You know, if you're on dad time, double that. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, John, I'll start with you. What, so far, you're, you're not as far as me. I'm farther than you right now. What are your thoughts so far? What are things that you're liking the most about the game? I mean, right off the bat, just like the visual experience of the game. It's mm -hmm. a very beautiful game. Oh, like, my word, yes. Even the beginning, like when you get going through the prologue and like the opening sequence of showing like the title of Ghost Shishima and like, you know, the main character Jen Sakai. I don't know why I said it like that. <laughs> That's <me>. okay. Um, <laughs> like he's putting his hand down to touch the grass and you just kind of see like how it's moving like realistically and you're just like, oh. Wow, just that little extra attention to detail is mm -hmm. just, mwah, yeah, yeah, so good. It, it really enhances it with the system that they use to send you in the right direction is a wind system. So, in essence, having this wind blow you kind of in the right direction, it's not like pushing you, but mm -hmm. it's like, you know, you, you. you look where the leaves are flying in that direction and mm -hmm. where, you know, you see kind of the wind blowing in a certain direction, you know, oh, that's where I have to go. Um, it, it's a pretty interesting dynamic, and I guess what's interesting about it as well is, since it is an island, you know, there's, obvious again, <laughs> spoiler alert, when you're on an island, you're surrounded by the sea, right? Mm -hmm. uh, so it's that sea breeze. It's that sea breeze. So it's super windy, and so the, the 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 flowers are blowing, the blades of grass are blowing. It's just beautiful, beautiful game. And again, I I I know on the pro, it's 
probably looks way better than the standard console, but even on standard console, on the standard PS4, it looks really, really, really nice. It's okay, I'll let you see it on the Pro one of these days. One of these days. Yeah, well, I mean, I'll probably beat it, and then I'll go and, you know, see how you play it. Right? <laughs> Watch me play catch-up in dad time? Yeah, seriously. So, we should call this episode dad time. We, the struggle is real. Well, we should. that's what we should do for this podcast, is just, like, we'll look up, you know, times of how long it takes to beat games, and then we'll multiply it through dad time mm-hmm. it's like dad's out there you will beat this game next month yeah you know and that's just how it goes if you're lucky <laughs> if you're lucky what what else besides just the sheer beauty of the game what are some other things that you like about it i like just it feels like i'm playing like a classic like samurai film like mm-hmm. you know seven samurai last samurai you know 47 ronin like just the storytelling the art style the you know the more realistic combat like you can't just go through and just wreck shop like you have to be strategic mm-hmm. you learn different stances I almost feel like i'm an air you know avatar the last airbender because <laughs> you got like water style earth style that's right strong style <laughs> gangsta style yeah, like, whoa like, whoa sorry that's the adult version is that where you hold your katana sideways exactly just toward the side and kill shot look out <laughs> <laughs> it's it's super interesting how they set things up to make it almost again like a movie or like a tv show Mm -hmm. instead of having a mission you basically have tales that you that you finish and so it really plays along with your character and the theme of you know you you are becoming renowned in this island environment where people are hearing about your tales and hearing about what you're doing and as your you know legend grows and grows and grows you know, I can see this being used by, like, as, as if a parent was telling their kids a tale. You know, this is the tale of when, um, when Jin, you know, found someone on the side of the road in need of help. And they, he saved him from the bandits and then found out that they came from this swampy area. And then he took them out, saving countless lives. And so when you start a, a tale like this in the game... It has some lettering, mm-hmm. some Japanese lettering. It's and, almost like a ninja scroll. Right. And so, you know, that's how it starts. And it always shows in the background of this some kind, you know, it's just some kind of environment setting, depending on what the tale is. And then you play it, and then it shows the title again, and then it dissolves mm-hmm. in the wind when you complete the tale. So, needless to say, I could see this being turned into some kind of TV show at some point in time. Because each tale could be some kind of episode. Because there's usually, you know, it almost like modern storytelling, where you have the beginning of a tale, and then, you, you know, you slowly reach that climax, and then you go down to the resolution part. And so I can just see that as being over multiple seasons, uh, or a long season whatever i don't care (laughs) so it could be really really cool so what else do you like about the combat in ghost i like how the different stances like you know your earth style your water style how they cater depending on the enemies you're fighting like the water style is really good for like breaking the shield Mm -hmm. so then you can wreck fools yes choppy choppy yes exactly there's multiple types of enemies where your four stances can take them out but then as you progress in the game they get harder and harder and harder and 
yeah, harder. You can't use the same style over no. and over. Like you need to switch and you know use your tools, like you know mm-hmm. your shirt, your kunai's, your sticky bombs, smoke bombs, all that fun stuff. That's like, right. They all play a role. Yep, exactly, exactly right. So there, there's a lot to it, and pretty fluid for the combat. It's challenging, but you know it's possible for you to master the keys or master the buttons and be able to really do some damage and and that kind of adds that cinematic play too there are moments where you can run into a mission and just strike fear (laughs) into your enemies so i got to a point where i have unlocked certain skills and one of those skills was i have a chance that i could terrify an enemy so that's happened before where I just wreck his buddies and he, this guy falls back and then runs. <laughs> oh, I haven't gotten that yet. That's yeah, nice. yeah. It, it's in one of, there's a lot of upgrades that you can get for the game, which is pretty cool. And it just makes you even more awesome. You know, you are just this awesome samurai. Now, with every game, <laughs> just because they're not perfect. You know, game, game yeah, there, there's, there's positives and negatives. Now, there's a lot to love about Ghost. And right oh, off the bat, man. I know, I know, I'm going to go on a little tangent here. Uh, let me just say, my problems that I have with it are not necessarily the fault of the developers. At least not in my opinion. It could be time, you know, y- you never know. There could have been... Some, you know, higher-ups want things to go in a certain direction and things like that. Mm. But there's a couple things that, as I'm playing through the game, it's bugging me a little bit when it comes to the theme of the game, which is honor. Honor versus dishonor. It's a huge theme. Dishonor. Right? Dishonor on you. Dishonor on your house. Dishonor on your whole family. <laughs> and your whole family. Now, right off the bat... You learn about Jin's backstory, and he was essentially raised by his uncle, who is also uh, a, a samurai, and was trained on how to use his sword, but more importantly trained on what it means to be a samurai. His father taught him the ways of how the samurai go about and conduct their business, especially in combat. So there's no sneak attacks. You face your enemy head on and it's everything is all about honor. Now, part of the theme that helps the, move the story along in the very beginning is the fact that you learn that the Mongols do not approach things in the same way yeah they don't care about honor they don't care about it they especially this new khan who knows their language has studied about the samurai he he knows what they are going to do and more importantly not going to do so one of the ways that his invasion has been so successful is he is doing things that is not honorable according to the samurai so your main character, Jin, is having a, a bit of a crisis in trying to figure out the best way to free the island of the Mongols now that they've invaded and are pillaging and doing horrific things to the people. So my big thing with this theme is the, the developers, in my opinion, should have taken things 
more closely with choosing between doing something honorable and dishonorable. So there have been games in the past where you have like a meter, for example. Good meter, good things versus bad things. Right, like the Paragon thing, like in Mass Effect, and yes. Knights of the Republic. Yes, yeah. exactly. You do more good things or more honorable things. You're gonna go towards like one side of the spectrum. The more sneaking, the more you know, assassination type stuff. You're gonna go towards the other side of the spectrum. But don't you feel like that's been overplayed though? Like, there's been a lot of games that have used that type of gameplay. But it just, if you want to really show how important this theme is to the samurai you should give the players the choice oh that's fair so my problem is you know your character is having this internal conflict about being honorable like his uncle and dad taught him versus doing what other people are telling him to do and you know having this crisis of faith I guess you can say, <laughs> and sneaking around and sabotaging and destroying the, the, the invaders this way. So let, let me give you an example of why this, is, this bugs me so much. In the very early part of the game, you, your character makes a decision to go a dishonorable route. Okay, You learn one of the very first missions, and minor spoiler, in case you haven't played it. Okay, perfect. Now that you're prepared. Minor spoiler. You learn to assassinate. And during the cutscene where you first do this, it's very awkward. So he kind of struggles with it all. And it leads also to a flashback where his uncle, again, emphasizes that, you know, there is a certain way that the samurai do things. So when I saw that cutscene, I was hoping, okay, we have a choice. We can do the honorable thing like the samurai and we can hit all of our problems head on or we can be dishonorable. I guess you can argue that <laughs> not be a samurai and you can sneak and, and sabotage and assassinate and things like that. Mm-hmm. My biggest issue that I have is you're not given that choice in some of these missions. It's such an important part of the game in terms of the theme but you're not given that choice whether you want to do it or not. There are missions that you will take where you have to sneak. Otherwise, you're going to fail the mission. Yeah. There are some side quests where you can do either or. But if you do the honorable way, it makes things a little harder. You know, for example, um, I'll bring this up. And again, minor spoiler. You'll, you'll have missions where you have hostages. Now, it is so much easier just to sneak and assassinate use your bow, hit them from afar, and then save the hostage. Because otherwise you got five or six goons on top of you and you're trying to not only kill them, but also protect the hostage. Because there's usually a, a, a Mongol that will have this indicator over his head like, he's about to kill this hostage, you better stop him. But then you might have five or six dudes in front of you that are preventing you from doing that. And if they kill a hostage, the mission ends and you have to restart. So... There's aspects where you get to choose, and I love that. But I really don't like that there are missions that force you to sneak, especially if you don't want to at all. So I get what you're saying, where the, the having a meter, yes, that's been, that's been done before in games, 
And, you know, some players don't care about that stuff. I just think in this aspect, with this type of game, you know, honor is huge in all kinds of samurai games. You know, it's not like a new concept. So I guess for me, I wish there was more time taken where you get a true choice of whether you want to be a samurai and take things heads on, or if you want to sneak and be quote unquote dishonorable and mm. choose it. So I, I, part of me also thinks that it's impossible to plan for that with the amount of content that they put in the game. You know, if they cut down some of these side missions that you have, and, and many of you have played open world games, you know what I'm talking about. There's so many quests and collectibles and side missions that it just takes hours and hours and hours and hours and hours and hours to complete the game. If you want to be a completionist and you want to do everything. I just kind of wish that in a way they scaled back a little bit on all those quests and all those collectibles. And then maybe put some more time into the missions where you can truly choose to be an honorable samurai or choose this other route where you are a true ghost and you're sneaking and and things like that. So anyway, that that's just for me that was one of the main issues that I've that I'm having with the game where there are I want to have a choice and there are some missions where I do not have a choice. That'll be in the sequel. <sighs> Hopefully, hopefully it's in the sequel. That will be nice. I mean, and it doesn't sound like it bothers you. Does it bother you at all that, you know, there's some things that are just out of your control. You have to do it. I haven't even thought about that, to be honest with you. Like, okay. I've just been enjoying it and like, okay, I get that it's supposed to be honorable, but I'm mm -hmm. also like, okay, you can't really be honorable with the Mongols. Mm -hmm. Like they tried that in like the opening cinematic when that general was like, okay, show me your strongest warrior. And mm -hmm. the guy lit him on fire. Right. And chop this head off. <laughs> Sorry. Mini spoiler. Mini spoiler. Just to kind of paint the picture, like, yeah. these are not nice people. So right. it's kind of like almost eye for an eye, you know? Right. And I think, and maybe we can bring this up when you get a little farther in the game. Because you're going to see, you're going to have interactions with characters where they generally make you feel bad for doing this. Even though we see the bigger picture that they're save that he is saving his island he's saving tsushima mm -hmm. but then his uncle and other people don't see it that way mm. so you'll you'll see and so some of those character interactions again it just it, it bugs me where they're not seeing the bigger picture and i wish i had the choice i wish i could just say you know what i'm doing stealth all the way and let's you know maybe and and, and this also this kind of bugs me too you know there is difficulty with either side you know if you go head-on it's more difficult mm -hmm. than sneaking i kind of wish if you they would reward you a little bit more if you went head-on mm -hmm. if you decided to go samurai and just you run in there and you face them and take on t tons of, of bad guys and if you defeat them i wish they would give you a bonus like more of a bonus than doing it a different way so I, I think that would have been also very cool. Uh, you know, and I get it. I'm nitpicking. The game, again, is super fun. Yeah, stop nitpicking. I know. Jeez. I know. It's just, in, in, I look at all the side quests, and I look at all the missions, and I look at everything, and I'm like, man, if we just could tweak a couple things and make the, the world not so dense, I just think it would have been, uh, for me, it would be a little bit more of an enjoyable experience 
Okay, rant number one over. Oh, jeez. There's I, more than one? One. Just one more. I can't. I know, I, I know. Can't. I just have one more. Oh, Don't mind goodness. me. The only other complaint, and this is just, for me, a, it, it, I'm having trouble grasping the business decision. I wish, with all my heart, that they waited to have this launch with the PlayStation 5. Oh, stop it. Look, we can both agree that this game is beautiful. Yes. Beautiful. Like, I I was watching a streamer play a little bit, just because I want to... I, I, I like seeing how they handle... How some people handle missions differently than how I did it. Mm-hmm. And, spoiler alert, I love running in and just wrecking town. Oh, yeah. There's no fun <laughs> in being all sneaky sneak. No, I mean, it's nice to thin the herd if a little bit, but, like... No, then there's a point where you just want to just confront everybody and just show them how terrifying you are as this ultimate samurai. (laughs) But I, you know, someone mentioned on a stream that I was watching that this is can that they think Ghost is like a perfect example of a console seller, where someone sees images and they see the photo modes and everyone taking beautiful pictures and they see video of just how beautiful the game is and they're like oh man i want to buy a console so i can play that i just see hearing that comment i'm like man why didn't they just wait four months and launch it with the ps5 the the ps5 is supposed to be superior in every way right in terms of processing in terms of graphics in terms of frame rate what'd you say just a second ago ps5 is going to be what i said allegedly Oh. oh no supposedly that was the word no I you said for. superior supposed to be yes yeah it will be oh boo boo have you not seen the the, hey, the specs you shut your mouth oh sorry. sorry he he avoids those articles that show that the series x from xbox is gonna be better but it's fine it's tomato okay. tomato <laughs> that is the truth it doesn't matter <laughs> <laughs> the games that are going to appear on these consoles that's all that matters it, yes. they're gonna be practically the same except for a couple differences that Honestly, we're not going to care about. Anyway, <laughs> besides <laughs> the point, it, it just, you know, with for a game like this, I could just see them showing off, this is what you can expect with the PlayStation 5. And it already, I mean, it already made a ton of sales, right? You yes. read somewhere that it made, I mean, it easily beat Paper Mario, which launched on the same day for yeah. some dumb reason. It's like the number one seller, like, in the UK. Yeah. It crushed Paper Mario. Yeah. Which- Sorry, Mario, but you didn't come to play on this one. <laughs> yeah, Nintendo kind of messed up there a little bit. Um, so we, we knew it was going to sell well, well on the PS4, but I just think, man, what a cool launch title this would have been. You know, play PS5, you get Ghosts, you turn it on or you download it or after you enter the disc, whatever you decide to do, and you're just, eyeballs are melting from the beauty of the the console yeah so <laughs> so anyway that that rant it doesn't matter it's out we're enjoying it but that rant over th- that rant is over Stay it, tuned I, for more. I, well probably it is me uh, it's it just that kind of bugged me a little bit like man i would have loved for them to wait a little bit and this would have just blown people's minds i think if it was on the PS5 and used their upgraded system mm. and just made it look even better than it does now so, anyway, 
I don't know. I, I, I think just with this next generation of consoles, it's just bugging me a little bit that we don't know what's going to be out for them when they release. Whenever I don't they think release. they know what's going to be out. Probably not. Everything's not with, up in the air because of the Rona. Yep, not with COVID. Now that that changes. I, I did read that they are preparing, trying to prepare about 9 million units of the PS5. So they're increasing. So mm. I, I think they're anticipating a high demand. Which yes, they we should anticipate that. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Game sales are through the roof right now. So you know, I just oh man, I I want to see. I guess this is also a segue into hoping that ghosts will have some kind of upgrade where you know maybe we can play it with those you know upgraded features that the PS5 will have, and we can when we have the PS5 we can play it again or. You know, pop it in and just Give me a free copy it away. Of the PS5 since I already own it for the PS4. Sweet. Well, you can do that with Xbox. I don't know about. Ooh, I don't know about Sony. Sorry. Why are we friends? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think you hate me sometimes, but it's uh, fine. Uh, <laughs> hate is a strong word. Dislike. I. Moving on, next topic. Oh, there we go. There we go. So anyway, those are my two rants. Those are the only things that are bugging me right now is just I think they could have made use of the theme a little bit more in how they laid out gameplay and mission mechanics. And then I really just, it's the second rant is just more jealousy of I wish it was on the PS5. I wish they would have waited Boy, a couple you're not more months. Five anyway. You're getting Xbox. You don't know my life. Uh, I'm I getting. You, I know your wife. I'm getting five fives. And this is the last time you hear from Ryan. His <laughs> wife is going to knock him out and you yeah. know, hide the body. It's cool. It's cool. It's I cool. get all those collections, so, you know. You just get another stimulus check, and then we can buy ten of them. <laughs> <laughs> You're a terrible human being. Well, especially since we don't know the price. I don't, uh, <laughs> I don't even don't know. Even. Are there anything, uh, since you're the more reasonable, level-headed person out of both of us. I am. Uh, yes, you are. Um, is there anything that you don't like so far? I mean, I know you're enjoying it so far, but is there anything that's kind of bugging you or things that maybe you hope get better as the game goes on and as you progress? Or are you just happy as can be, just grabbing your katana and, and making Mongols' lives miserable? I love it, and I love that I can write haikus in the game. Oh, gosh. They're oh, terrible. no. Oh, no. The haikus. I, 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 let's not go on that rant. Oh, boy. They're no. beautiful, though. It, the... <laughs> the sun moves the earth. And I feel sad. Maybe yours are beautiful. <laughs> so I, I for the life of me, I'm trying so hard. You get to these points where you can write these haiku, haikus. And there's three options. And you're like looking at this beautiful scenery. And you can choose options. And then I make three choices. And then I'm like, that makes no sense. What was I thinking? And But then I got a headband that has it on there mine are all like sappy stuff so it oh, made sense gosh, for me gosh mine are awful like I think it makes sense and then he says it all together and I'm like oh no what was I doing you so, were just trying to get through it yeah no English major on this for me I <laughs> ooh boy I write horrible haikus I don't know maybe my wonderful wife can sit with me and we can actually make decent ones <laughs> Because, like, when you when you go on the menu and you can change your headbands, it, like, has the haiku written. <laughs> I'm just like, it's so bad. Oh, please let her read them, and then can we record her reaction? Yes. I think that'd be great. Absolutely. Also, last note, it becomes a contender for Game of the Year because you can pet the foxes that are in there. Follow the fox. Follow the fox. And the golden bird. Yes. Those are your animal friends, and the fox will let you pet it after you find fox shrines, basically. What is it upgrade? Oh, oh, it upgrades charm. 
yes. slots. That you can have more accessory more slots. Yes, excess. You want to have more accessories? Uh, yes, girl. Yes. <laughs> so anyway, we're gonna go ahead and we'll we'll move on to talking about some WWE. But hopefully as we progress more as we're working through Ghost on Dad Time, we will have a more definitive um a, a more definitive review. But right now, overall, we recommend the game. Yes. It's been fun. It's really packed with a lot of things to do, so just keep that in mind. You'll be distracted in a good way, <laughs> but lots of distractions and lots of things to do. So, you know, if you need a game that will take up a lot of your time that's worth the $60 price get range, get it. Get it okay? now. So we definitely recommend Thank me later. Yes. Now, if I get to a horrible ending, then I'm going to be mad, but it's okay. we'll see. We'll see how it goes. So, moving on to some wrestling, we were blessed, cursed, somewhere I don't know in between. What I would call that a blessing. It was not my. <laughs> it's probably one of my least favorite pay per views we watched. We we were provided with a with a pay per view to this evening from rap from WWE entitled Extreme Rules. There was like a subtitle of like, Horror Show. There was no horror. There was no horror. There was just bad writing and bad matches, but. There was. I mean, yeah. <laughs> it was. It was. Let me a quick breakdown. If in if you didn't watch this, I do not blame you at all. There were some interesting matches with some interesting stipulations. <laughs> uh, one of the matches, we kid you not, was called an eye for an eye, where Seth Rollins and Rey Mysterio were wrestling until someone lost an eye. Yeah. That, that was like an actual the stipulation. Was you're supposed to pluck the eye out of the opponent. And I'm like, that's that's not PG. No, it is not no. PG. And no matter you know how many times they say it's a horror show, it doesn't make up for the fact that it was just a really badly written um, rivalry, quote unquote, rivalry yeah. between the two. Anyway, that, that was one of the low lights of the pay-per-view. Where Ray Ray's damaged eye got plucked out off camera, and then Seth Rollins threw up on the side. Yeah, I could have done without that. Yeah, that was nasty. That was just bad taste. Well, and it was done in front of a couple of the, the the wrestlers that are acting as fans, and I'm just like, oh, they just got a front row seat to mm-hmm. him spewing chunks. Yep. Yeah, we we at least got the camera to shift away a couple times. I looked so. away. Oh man, it was gnarly. So that was definitely a low light. Um, to to kind of go through the pay per view really quick, the show started off with New Day versus Cesaro and Nakamura. That was a decent match. A decent match. Great like. finish. Um, finally, I I know we love we love New Day. <laughs> we love New Day. They are the eight time tag champs, and we feel the power. But you gotta say it right. Go ahead. No, you say it. You say it. You say it. All viewers at home! No! Oh, don't you dare be sour? W. W. E. World. Tag. Team. Champions, baby! There there was some gyrating going on. You did not need to see that. Yeah, you're welcome. (laughs) Yeah. Why are you thinking me? (laughs) (laughs) They missed it. Uh, No, we, we love New Day, and we also love Cesaro and... Nakamura. So I'm excited that Cesaro. The artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura. That is true. That is true. The artiste. Yes. So we are happy that they finally won some 
belts and hopefully they'll hold on to it for a little bit yes you know we'll see <laughs> it's wwe we'll see how it goes nothing uh, that's forever that's right after that nikki cross went against bailey bailey of course won we she knew did. that was gonna happen yeah she's she's a heel so she cheated to win uh following that was that the eye for an eye debacle I think that was right after. No, that oh, was the MVP squash. Yeah, that, that, that's right. There was a debacle before that where MVP automatically got the belt because Apollo Crews didn't come out. Which I wonder if Apollo's out because of Rona. Yeah, they they said it was uh, from an injury, you know, from their last match, but uh, we kind of think it was COVID. Yeah. So there's been a lot more cases in WWE with all this. Yeah, they're not doing. They're not. Their precautions are jack. They're not doing anything. So hopefully Apollo gets better and he'll come back and get the belt because mm. that's stupid. Well, that technically, MVP he hasn't lost out. the belt. MVP just called himself the champ. Yeah, that's a good point. Well, hopefully he comes back then healthy at least. Right. We'll see. Knock him out. I know. Right. <laughs> hit 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 MVP with you know I don't even know Apollo's finishing move. Is it that flip thing? Mm, that flip splash no, or whatever. His finishing move is the like the spin out. Uh, what is it called? Spin-a-rooney? No. Yeah, right. <laughs> I don't know if you can do that. It's like a spin-out power arm almost. Oh, where, like, okay. Picks him up and they're held up like that, and then oh, and then he turns. Okay, got it, yeah, got it. Yeah, he turns like and a, slams him like a thunderbond that Sami Zayn would. Ah, uh, okay, got it, got it. Well, hopefully he does that to MVP multiple times, and then we don't have to see him for a while. Mm. So no, because he's still got Lashley in his corner. Mm, true that, true that. So we had that mini debacle followed by the eye for an eye major debacle. Uh, after that, we had um, a pretty interesting match between Sasha Banks and Asuka, mm-hmm. which ended in controversy because Bailey put on. Uh, Asuka accidentally knocked out the ref mm. with the green mist. Bailey t- put on the ref shirt and and you know counted out Asuka, and yeah, but she, she lost wasn't the belt. The ref. She right. didn't really lose the belt though, because no. they forced the ring announcer to ring the belt. Yeah, it, it's just it's a way to keep the the feud going. Yeah, and, so which is fine. Yeah, they stole the belt basically. So Bailey and Sasha are tag champs, also Raw champ and SmackDown champ. Um, I'm sure that's going to be corrected by SummerSlam and next. As month. much as I want Bailey and you know Banks to split up, they are really good heels. They are. They are. They're they're one of the very few entertaining parts about wrestling right now yes um so and it was a pretty quality match you know yeah, a it was few a really good match um i was surprised that there was a lot of holds you know so it kind of slowed things down a little bit but mm-hmm. i it still all worked really really well but it was done really well yes and well and they're super talented so yes arguably that was probably the match of the night arguably i would say so um up there as well was the next match which was drew mcintyre versus uh, dolph ziggler and the stipulation was kind of interesting. The, the, the build-up to the pay-per-view, Dolph had the power to pick whatever stipulation he wanted. Mm-hmm. So tonight he announced that he would get the extreme rules rules or stipulation. And Drew's stipulation was he had to just fight with the normal match rules. Yeah, which extreme rules, basically Dolph could use weapons, chairs, yeah. ladders. No one's counted out. No count out, but Drew had to adhere to the regular sanctioned match, so he couldn't. You know, put Dolph through a table, which I wish he would have. Right. There was a moment where he had Dolph up, and he was about to throw him through a table, and then he realized he couldn't do it, and so he kind of did this like suplex onto the on, onto the, the the ground outside the ring. Right. So it was a cool move, but it was just it was cool storytelling seeing him decide not and to do that. He played well because he's like, "Dang it!" Yeah. Ah. Yes. Him is rippling biceps. 
He is. That is a massive man. He is a massive man. And he won. And he won. As he should. Yes. He's a good champ. There was a great moment where Ziggler goes off the top rope uh, and lands on 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 Drew uh, it, through it in the in kind of elbow drops him through a table and it was good. Just like just so much height. Just the height and yeah. just the angle they shot. It was like. Good job, cameraman. Yeah, yeah, Good yeah. Job. I know they didn't mess it up. You they didn't mess it up. Once. So great. It, it was a pretty solid match. I, I would still say Oscar and and Sasha were probably oh, the yeah. best one, and then close second would be Drew and Dolph. So then the last match. Uh, <laughs> it is. I would argue the worst out of all the filmed, the pre-filmed themed matches that they've been doing since COVID hit. You know, we started off super strong. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was having flashbacks of watching that again. Yeah, it was it, it was that boring. It was really, really bad. Um, out of it, We started off at such a high note with the graveyard match in WrestleMania and the Funhouse match in WrestleMania. It started off really good. They've just been kind of going downhill ever since. And this is the worst one. There was a lot to hate <laughs> about this match. Um, for me, I'm going to start with the fact that you could barely hear Bray Wyatt. No, that's true. There was, you know, he's, as a villain, he has these moments where he's pretty soft-spoken. And he can get loud when he mm-hmm. wants to. In With microphones, it works a little bit better. Um, a better effect. In this, you know, pre-filmed crap, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just like, huh? What what do you say? Oh, you know what I heard the whole time. (laughs) 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 This is Braun, like because he's like chained to a chair, and the whole time he's just breathing heavy. He always breathes heavy. Like that's a big dude. He's a big dude. It's a lot to move around. I mean, but when you when you film it, I mean, obviously he wasn't that tired. He was just trying to act. Yeah, I guess like making it sound like he's trying to break the chains the whole time. And I was like, okay, yeah. Yeah. Everything in moderation, buddy. I know, right? Yeah, breathing, you know, hyperventilating almost in his brawn type way. So there was some dialogue that it was super hard to hear and until they were, you know, yelling at each other. And then it got kind of interesting when Braun was having these weird, flat, like, visions of... I mean, he set a dude on fire. He was hit with a shovel by himself. Um, Alexa Bliss came out, who had wrestled with him in mixed tag matches a few years back. And she came out trying to, I, I guess, get him to the dark side. I, I don't know. But that piqued my... very random. Yeah, I picked, that piqued my interest for about five seconds. And then it just ended poorly where... We don't know if he drowned. Did he lose the belt? Well, Is he in the like underworld now? Weird. What's going on? And they did almost like a Friday the 13th homage kind of thing. Yes. Where, like, you know, you see... Uh, yeah, like in Friday the 13th where, you know, like Jason, when you finally see him in the first one, and like him and as a kid, like jumping out of the water and like grabbing Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. That's right. Bray kind of did that to Braun and brought him in and then I was like, okay, that was kind of cool. Omar is a classic horror movie. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you look back and watch it, those movies look really dumb. But... Right. It was. <laughs> but at least it, it tried to keep with the horror thing it then. It tried. I think at that point it was just kind of making fun of itself and realized how silly it was. Yeah. And then it ends with the fiend just kind of out of the water slowly emerging. It just, yes. You hear the laughing. Which we thought the fiend was back in a previous match, but then 
he didn't wrestle here and it was it was Bray Wyatt here. So anyway, long story short, a dud to end the pay-per-view. Well, what I wanted to ask is have you been have you been feeling okay about the buildup of this show? Did any of these storylines interest you at all? I mean, I guess the main question should be are you do you think they're going to pull off a really good SummerSlam next month? That, which is one of their top pay-per-views. If we build some good storylines, I think so. But like the only one that I kind of cared about was I wanted Nikki Cross to win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I feel like, you know, she's really a talented wrestler. Like, I like that she's with Alexa Bliss. But I think I think she could have won. Yeah. Or should have oh, yeah. won. Mm-hmm. I think they should keep that storyline going. And then I like the whole dynamic with uh, Dolph and Drew. Yes. Just like given their chemistry and okay, let's build this up. Mm-hmm. In and history, they, they, you know, they were together where Dolph was the mouth and, and Drew was the muscle, you yeah. know, and they wrecked havoc for a while before yeah. they broke up. So yeah, I, I agree. I think what, what I'm troubled with is there were some of these matches where it was more of like flavor of the month. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, this person's going to challenge the champion. They build it up for two, three weeks. We have a pay-per-view you don't see the feud ever again. And when you look back at successful wrestling, from what I remember growing up, you know, you had ups and downs of the hero, and these feuds would go on for months and months. Oh, yeah. Like your DX versus Nation of Domination, Triple H, and The Rock. The Rock and Stone Cold. Yep. I mean... Shoot, more recently, Kofi and Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I mean, Kofi had to go through thick and thin, and they built this story over six months eight months yeah. for a long time yeah. where kofi was just a hero battling against all odds and yeah. he finally won at wrestlemania and it was a beautiful oh it was perfect great. moment it was amazing the fans went nuts yes we were some of them yes we were we were oh so happy and i get it it's hard to do that without the crowd because the crowd interaction does help with these situations right. but I, I just don't think they're doing themselves a favor by having this these flavor of the month rival rivalries um, there, there's a, a great YouTube channel up, up, down, down. It's run by Xavier Woods, part of the new day. And yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks. I try. Um, so, you know, he streams video games and, and one of the things he does with another wrestler is they play the GM mode for Raw versus SmackDown, which it, like 2007 mm-hmm. was when that game come out. And this pay-per-view really got me thinking about... Xavier and and Tyler Breeze streaming the GM mode because whenever they play they look at their rivalries and you know there's rivalries that are you know you can build for six to eight weeks or longer and when that rivalry dies they have to try to build up new ones and so it was like thinking about this where it feels like the video game <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> the algorithm is saying we're going to build up this rivalry for two three weeks and then all of a sudden we don't like it anymore so you need to come up with a new one but they shouldn't be booking it that way they should try to go for long term mm-hmm. and so i think that's hurting it the hopefully the good news we know that sasha and asuka are going to keep going yes which is good that's a great rivalry keep yes. that going i maybe braun is done with bray 
I don't know. Mm, Are they going to keep that I don't going? Think so. Are they going to keep Drew and Dolph going? It would be cool, but I don't know. I feel do you like see them headlining somewhere? Yeah, Drew's challenger like all the time. Like I think him and Lashley should get a feud and keep it going. That, oh, that was a great match when they yes. did that a couple months ago. Um, you know, obviously when Ray loses a quote unquote eye, you can't really have that Seth and Ray rivalry going on. So that's mm-hmm. going to be out the window. So you know, B- Bailey's had so many challengers and she's beat them all. It's just. You know, I, I'm hoping that as we build towards SummerSlam, A, we're not going to get any dumb gimmick matches like the Swamp match. Because mm-hmm. that was awful. Just, just total, really, really bad. And I, I just hope they nail the booking. I really do. I want SummerSlam to be successful. And I get that COVID is is changing how they usually do business. But come on, we, we are now month three, four, month four of covid and it's not going away nope so they they need to get with it i mean they've had four months to prepare in a way for the future and they need to realize that the crowds aren't coming back anytime soon nope you so know work with what you got and give me some good story give, give us some good stuff please give us some good stuff so if you did not watch extreme rules maybe look for the highlights <laughs> Don't watch it. You're okay. <laughs> you don't need to watch all of it. We gave you some suggestions, but fingers crossed. We hope, Hopefully we'll come back to you with another review of SummerSlam next month, and hopefully it'll be a little bit better. Cause, Can't be any worse. Oh, gosh. It was so bad. It was so bad. Well, guys, that's all the time we have for this week's episode. Thank you so much for listening to us rant about a good game that it just it bugs me. I want it to be a little bit better. Oh my gosh! Just it's so stop. close. It was. It's so close to being like perfect. Hey, I'm taking applications for a new co-host who doesn't like cry about everything. Wow! Oh! Oh! <laughs> oh! We're crying! Oh! Oh! He, he's Luana oh. over here. Oh my goodness! Are you saying I'm drinking? I I I'm in the wa- the ambulance going yes. to the hospital. Yeah. Wow. Aww. You sleepy tired? You need to go night night. <sighs> I drank some haterade this morning, didn't you? <laughs> Driving around in your Navigator. Yeah. Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. My hater bikini, it was cool. <laughs> yes, sorry. I shouldn't be complaining about a game, but it is it is really good, but it could have been better. I'm just saying. Should woulda, coulda, but didn't. That's right. That's right. At least it's better than that pay-per-view. But yes. <laughs> testify. That's right. That's right. So thank you so much for listening to this week's episode. We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any comments or any questions for what we talked about, or if you have anything you would like us to discuss about the upcoming Xbox showcase, again, leave us a comment in our socials. We're at EnterCodePod on Twitter and on Facebook. We're also on Instagram at EnterCodePodcast. One thing I really would like to see a little bit more, and I hopefully we get this as the audience grows. Well, we hope that it grows. But we would love to hear some voicemails in our Anchor.fm page so we can splice them into the episode. It's it's kind of fun. We did it the first episode with with Jason. Yeah, we just want to make you more a part of our family. We do, we do. We want. I, I like that aspect of it. So we will be back on. Well, for you guys, it'll be. We'll have a new episode on Friday, talking about the Xbox showcase. But until then, take care of yourselves. Stay healthy. Wear your masks. And boy only watch part of extreme rules just watch highlight clips what we talked about don't watch you'll thank us later that's right don't watch the whole thing um but until next time have a great week and we'll see you next time bye bye